the Unconditional Love Podcast, where we're designed here to encourage and strengthen the body of Christ. I'm glad that you're able to join us, and joining me today is my good friend, my brother, wait a minute, let me get up, yeah, my brother yeah. in the Lord, <laughs> Pastor Terry Kim of Impact Church. Brother, thank you for being here today. Thank you so much. I, you know, man, we're, we're going to cause so much trouble. Yeah, we are. <laughs> yes, we are. And so let's get right off the bat and do that. I want to lead us out, obviously, with the Word of God. Sure. And um, in Hebrews chapter 13, um, you and I often talk about this dynamic between um, the church and the shepherd. And I think ultimately the, the, the Christian life, well, how do we live uh, uh, unconditional love? among brothers and sisters, mm -hmm. and across, obviously, denominations yep. and ethnicities and all of that. Yep. And so anyway, this wonderful verse here is a word of encouragement. It says in uh, Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with grief, for this would be unprofitable to you. And so we see a dynamic between the <laughs> shepherd and the sheep. But also in verse 7, it says, Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, and considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. And so that's kind of where I want to launch from. But before we get started, why don't you tell uh, our listening audience a little bit about you? <laughs> How much time do I get? You said <laughs> you get you get two minutes. Take all your time you need. Well, everybody, it's a pleasure and it's an honor to be here with Pastor Milton. Um, you know, I, I am the lead pastor at Impact Church over in Centerville, Virginia, right now, and I've been in ministry for over ten years in a really a youth context. But uh, the Lord has been blessing me with uh, just a lot of partnerships with uh, missions overseas and church plants. Even Impact Church recently sent out a church plant down in Fredericksburg last year. Amen. So we. we Amen. <laughs> God's been doing a lot of stuff uh, through myself, but also through our ministry. So I'm just happy. I have I have so much stuff to say. I, I have a heart for the Korean American Church. I wrote a book about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that book. Yeah, it's it's called the A Letter to the Korean American Church. It's on sale on Amazon right now. Thank you for the no, 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 plug, no. right? You gotta do it. But uh, please check it out. It's just really my heart for some of the stuff that's going on in not just Korean churches, but really ethnic churches in we general. We talk about it all the time. Yeah, we, yeah. we talk about that all the time. So. Check it out. I'd be honored if you guys <laughs> get up a copy. And, yeah, but uh, well, if I can add to that, and I know it's your intro, but I'm also involved in doing a documentary with you right now. <laughs> that that I can't keep out of trouble. Sorry. <laughs> I apologize. Well, we hope to be able to impact the body of Christ in this way about how God has called us to unity. Yeah, and we can't have those obstacles. Yeah, that, that yeah, really show up. Yeah, it's um, we are currently working on a documentary right now too, and so. Uh, takes a lot of the points that I write in my book, but yep. uh, a lot of it, as Pastor Milton was sharing, um, there's a lot of, I would call it bondage. Uh, the, sometimes there's a lot of cultural bondage that, you know, we kind of brush off, kind of excuse because, oh, this is who we are, this yeah, is yeah. just tradition. Yeah, yeah. But uh, when we compare it to scripture, it's like, well, this is not the Christian life. We, yeah. we want to just encourage and just really show people, hey, there is freedom and liberty in Christ and he can redeem our culture. Amen. And there's just so much better. Uh, when you follow him first, <laughs> above yeah. you know your ethnicity and so forth. So well, let's get right down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> sure, because well, we we're doing this, we're doing a podcast, and this seems so official. <laughs> but we were having such a great time in our times of fellowship, uh, grabbing a coffee or whatever, uh, that we we thought that the Lord might be able to use this in some way. But so let's get right into the the the, the, the throes of, of, of ministry because you're in it all the time. Yep. Uh, you will call me from time to time, and you'll share things and. 
Uh, we'll pray together. We'll look in God's word about how we uh, uh, navigate through whatever it is. So tell me right now, brother, what is what is your biggest encouragement in the ministry that you're doing right now? <laughs> biggest encouragement? Oh, yeah. I just want right Just one. Yeah, I know you got to tell them, but just, just give me one. As a young pastor out there in the, in the, in the fight. Well, brother, I um, really, ever since I got this, uh, attained this, uh, you know, this lead pastor position at Impact and you know, it's, it's been humbling and I get to see so much stuff. I've been learning and growing in a lot of things as you've heard yeah, many yeah. times before. Absolutely. I think the biggest privilege, honestly, is getting to know people on a deeper level that, that most people do, right? And more specifically, uh, as you hear their joys, but you also walk through their hard times, yeah. their difficulties, tribulations, yeah, that's good. you see nothing but Christ working through that entire scenario. Yeah. And there are times where it's like, man, how long is this going to last? Don't, <laughs> yeah, don't that, get me wrong. Do but yeah. um, really, it's that is the privilege and honor. And I think that is one of the beauties of the calling of, of a shepherd is to, as a, one author that I read said, the shepherd gets dirty with his sheep. Yeah, he man. smells like his sheep, right? Yeah. And that's what it is. You are literally walking alongside with them, sharing burdens together, yeah. and you get to know them and just bond with them on a deeper level yeah. that's a reflection of how our heavenly father absolutely. knows us and just gets to yeah, no, <laughs> that's beautiful man yeah. that's beautiful and then i think you know with that same practice it's you you, you walk with sheep in that way that becomes a lifestyle yeah. you know I mean, the ministry becomes yeah, it's a challenge but that's what ministry is yeah. Yeah. and so anyway so in that being the biggest encouragement what is your biggest frustration? <laughs> now we don't want and you only, and you only get a couple <laughs> of minutes. <laughs> you only yeah. get one. Yeah, yeah. And now, of course, um, you know, if I could summarize maybe some of the difficulties uh, that I've observed and experienced walking alongside with people. Let me ask you if I can interrupt. Sure. Are there any difficulties? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, you know, it depends if the board is there or not. We're not. <laughs> go ahead. But really, um, you know, the difficulties is really the emotional heartbrokenness that comes with walking yeah, alongside walk with people. Yeah, and, man. Um, that's because, uh, and that is where I grow as well, where there are so many times where you you just want to be the solution. You want to be the savior for that person. You come on in, but no matter what you do, yeah, you man. seem to make it, yeah. make it worse, actually. <laughs> and uh, But it's just a reminder of again and again, and this is what the Lord has been teaching me this past week, is just the e eternalness of his word and his truth of okay. how even though we do not see the outcomes maybe tomorrow or next week or soon on our, on our timing um, we just trust in God's word continue to never giving up yeah. continuing to trust and obey his word as much as possible and then sometimes you'll see the fruit of your labor like 10 years from now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and like you said even if we see it I mean we, we may never know we may never know but that. the faithfulness to continue to plow even when you and you don't see it. Yeah. Um, so, so what you just expressed to me is that there are uh, moments of encouragement in the ministry. There's certainly going to be a, a string of challenges yeah. through it, but but all of it came out of interacting and having relationships. That's right. With the sheep. That's right. It wasn't the budget of the church. It wasn't how many paper clips should we have. <laughs> right. Well, should we have uh, uh, red emeralds or whatever? No. Right. It is from relationship. And so, let, let, let me read another verse here. Oh, okay. I want you go to, ahead. I want you to spring yeah, from yeah, here. Go ahead. Listen, go ahead. listen. In Jeremiah, God says this. Uh, and in, in Jeremiah uh, chapter 23 and verse 18, he says, But who has stood in the counsel of the Lord that he should see and hear his word? Who has given heed to his word and listened? 
Now, a few weeks ago, we were in Panera and talking, and you 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 were talking personally, and I, I appreciated that. In that, sometimes when you're in the treadmill of ministry, um, it's it's kind of you can find yourself not plugged in where you need to be plugged in because you're you're being drained, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Tell me about that experience a little bit. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll share two things really. Uh, number one is that's correct. When you are in the groove of ministry, you got your schedules, you got your stuff that you're doing, you got your weekly sermon preparation. Oh my. You fall into that rhythm of stuff. The flesh is just creative. It just finds ways to just distort ever so slightly, you know, God's goodness and His Word. And uh, you know, one of the things uh, which I tell seminary students right now all the time is. Do not let your academic pursuit replace your personal devotion with wow. God. And it, it, it still happens That's even big, within yeah. ministry. But you have well. to guard against it. You, you do have right. to guard against that. Yeah. So the encouragement and the blessing that I received, I did actually have a opportunity to meet up with a, a church, a Mongolian church, actually, a false yeah. church. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, they invited me to come and have fellowship with them, listen to the sermons and so forth. And, brother, <laughs> I'm taking you, by the way. Right, okay, so let's, <laughs> go. Let's, let's go. go. Let's go. But... Um, Intensity was one thing, but just the passion of reading God's word was just a humbling point for me where I'm just like, man, Lord, you are showing me once again the beauty, the importance, Ooh. the life that comes from your daily Bible reading yeah, man. and seeing God's word apply to all aspects of life. Yeah. And that was truly, it was a, a reminder for me, like, well, the Lord himself was just saying, you need to read your Bible. <laughs> <laughs> in a more paraphrase, yeah, more, more direct yeah, way. Yeah. No, you're right, man. You talk about it. You, 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 I often encourage pastors. Yeah, you get sermons, and you, you must prepare and get ready for sermons. I think, though, Terry, and we've talked about this, some of the greatest sermons you get is when you're walking in his word, man, because <laughs> you're getting it on you. And I know that uh, it, it manifests itself in yeah. that way. Yeah. And so, so he says, who has stood in the counsel of the Lord to see and hear his word? So now it's one thing to, uh, to, 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 to hear his word. It's another thing to see his word. Um, and I'm, I'm asking you a, a question that you're going to automatically have an answer to. Yeah. Is it important to see Jesus every day? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Tough question, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah, yeah it yeah. is a it's a holy yes. Um, in the sense of well, stop me when I start preaching that. Okay, go ahead. Just like, but brother, when I when I read God's word, when I study God's word, when I am preparing a message for you know my flock and so forth, right? Over and over and over and over and over again, you see the just the the privilege of seeing God's word be alive in your daily life. Yeah. Example being, last week I had a visitation uh, with the older lady, absolute joy. Uh, she's 92, wow. she's, a, she's a widow, and the entire time, you know what I was thinking about? James 127, pure religion is this, wow. visiting orphans yeah. and their widows. And so, as I'm sitting down with her, listening to her stories about her life, her to all these things too it just gave me a totally new perspective of life of how god's word was true even during her life as well yeah, yeah. In, a, in, a, in a new and it's not changing the truth but it's just god's word is so deep and rich enough that it can still be true in a totally different generation yeah. and so coming out of that house 
you had to put a veil over my face. Well, I, I was yeah, you were the president. I was right because again, to see that fulfillment of James one twenty seven like that, and see, this is pure religion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you, yeah. all you got to say is, Lord, I get it. <laughs> I mean, because it came a lot. It came, it came a lot. That's right. Yeah. And so, 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 that takes us through some of the, there's your personal involvement, the highs and lows. There is this, this uh, 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 focus of transformation on yourself. Now we get down to the place that we always talk about. And that is, how do you, Encourage and lead sheep who may not want to be encouraged and led. Oh man, <laughs> I know you have the answer. That's why I've asked you to be on the podcast. Say, say that question one more time. Uh, yeah, I, I need some a little bit. Yeah, I know yeah. how to encapsulate my answer <laughs> to that thing. But ask now, that question. One more time. We, we talk it often, man. You know, we, we, you are charged by God, as we just read early in Hebrews. Mm-hmm. You have to give an account for those that you care for. Mm-hmm. But how does that happen when you have uh, members in your fellowship who don't want to be led or fed? How does that happen for a pastor? Like, what do you do with that? <laughs> you, you want the Sunday school answer? <laughs> yeah. Um, brother, number one, I know this doesn't answer the question. Number one, that's why ministry is a calling. Just mm. period. Mm. Um, this is not a job. This yeah. is not something that, yeah. oh, I have nothing else to do, so I'll consider this now. It is truly, um, <laughs> as Jesus told Peter, you love me, and then be my sheep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Three times. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, there are going to be those days uh, where you're planting the seeds, you're watering, nothing's coming out. <laughs> but, brother, that is why, I mean, even what we were talking about earlier, of how... If you are empty, you'll give up. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have anything to offer, you will give up. Yeah. And so yeah. this is why, and I'll repeat it again, the emphasis, the need for us to be so inclined with the Lord, being sensitive and aware to the Spirit moving us and showing us in our personal lives. Yeah. Um, there is no way, if you don't have that, there really is no way to shepherd people properly. Biblically, yeah, too. Don't worry, you know, because you can just shout out shepherding, right? But it's like to do it in a way where you are just humble, you are just being faithful, and even doing whatever the Lord tells you to do. If you're not close with the Lord, man, oh man, get out, get out of ministry. Yeah, man, get out of ministry. And so, related to that, we were talking about it before, uh, even before we started this podcast, is being in proximity with your flock. Mm. Right? It's just. if anybody listening to this right now believes that you can change the hearts of people simply by preaching the Word of God, and here's the deal, not dismissing the power of the Word of God, because yeah. there are plenty of examples of that. Yeah. But for those who have been called, if you are not getting down and dirty with your sheep, right, um, then you're missing a huge component of ministry. Brother, you're hitting the nail uh, on the head for me, and I, I say this to all of our pastors who are listening, and then for anyone. Uh, if you're not getting sheep poop on you, can I say poop on this? I well, you did. Okay, so, okay. Right. But if you really, as a as an overseer, uh, Paul speaks to it to the elders in Ephesus and uh, uh, and Acts chapter twenty. He says, "You are overseers, but you're among the flock." And a lot of times, that disconnect from from that relationship to be able to speak into yeah. the lives of your sheep. Uh, 
is is because you're not among them. Yeah. Being an overseer comes easy. You know, in fact, if we're not careful, it can become prideful. Right. Okay, but but in terms of being amongst each other, you're you're hearing their pain, you're crying with them, you're laughing with them, you're encouraged, and it's a two-way street. You spent some time with a 92-year-old saint, and you came away <laughs> wanting the veil to retain it as long yeah, as you could. Yeah. Because, yeah. So 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 when you think about the relationship piece, and I'm reminded now when Jesus says, <clears throat> "My sheep know my voice; the voice of a stranger, they will, they simply will not follow." We live in a day and time now, and you know it. That that social media is off of the chart. <laughs> There are so many voices out there yeah. pounding the hearts and minds of, of the body of Christ. And let's just face it, man. I mean, we, we've kind of built ourselves in the corner. You and I both have cell phones. Yeah. We're, we're, we're recording a podcast here. All of those things uh, in and of themselves are not evil. Yeah. But you know, yeah. a lot of it, and, 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 and the scripture speaks loudly to it, especially as Paul and Peter and Titus, all of those folks uh, uh, write about how false prophets can, 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 can right. come about. Well, if you multiply the input that's coming, mm -hmm. you know the potential to be damaged or have corruption in your well, thinking. Yeah, so speak, can oh, oh that's that. that. yeah, I'm begging you. Well, bro, that reminds me, you know, just recently last year when we had numerous social issues with the racial tensions and yeah. just fake news and the stuff that we went over <laughs> that I believe the enemy was just just showering us with to try to divide, divide, divide. Yeah, yeah. One of the encouragements and challenges that I gave to my friends as, as well as my congregation has really been, are you, have you invested into a person long enough or as much as possible enough so that when, if they were to hear something about yourself from a third party, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. If they were to hear something about a generalized, if you're part of a group, you're part of a certain tribe and they, you were part of that tribe and they heard that something happened in that tribe or that tribe did something. Yeah. Have you invested a relationship with that person so that if they were to hear such news, they would say, that's not who I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would be a counter testimony, a counter argument. Yeah. You yourself being a counter argument to the fake news yeah, yeah. and all the stuff going on today. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so that, again, community and just being in a relationship with one another, unity in Christ, is such a powerful weapon against the numerous social issues, social media, yeah, yeah. all the stuff that seems to be overwhelming nowadays. It's like, no, this, the answer is very simple, actually. Yeah. Be in community, Christ-centered community with one another. Wow. Yeah, let, that, let Christ take care of it. <laughs> and, and he will. You're, you're exactly will. You know, that puts me in mind of, the, uh, of, of when Jesus says, it's not what goes into a man that defiles him. It's, it's what comes out of a man. Yeah. So the origin, even though we're pummeled and, and bombarded with uh, a lot of news, government yeah. fakes, but 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 those things are not even the things that grab us. It's what is already That's in us yeah. right. that draws us to what we yeah. want to hear. And as Paul speaks about itching ears in the latter days. And so you and I, and, and I'm I'm grateful to be a part of your documentary. <laughs> and I say yours, but really I know God is in this Lord, thing, yep. um, um, and it makes me passionate about it. Some of the greatest damage we can do is from the preset thinking we already have, much less what we're getting. Right. Yeah, so, so you know, and, and so let's be more specific, because this is not like this just in the Korean community, uh, but it's in like this in the black community, it's like this in the white community, uh, 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 Hispanic community. 
we can live off of, off of uh, traditions, religious traditions, yeah. or, or history yeah. that has no bearing whatsoever <laughs> on, on the life of God, on the, tr on the truth of God. Well, isn't it funny that what we're just talking about right now mm -hmm. is just totally connected to what we were talking about five minutes ago? <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. So man does not live on bread alone, but no. by every word that comes out of God's mouth. No. And so, again, if you want to honestly Take the steps into doing the right thing, the godly thing. Yeah, yeah. It begins with this. Oh my lord! Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. And you and I know you and I know that. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, over in Second uh, Corinthians, when Paul talks about uh, chapter ten, when he talks about taking every thought captive, you know. Well, if you're going to take it captive to the cause of Christ and to the Word of God, you got to at least know what the Word of God is. Yeah, so you yeah. got to put that in you. Yeah. I know we've talked about this before, and so it's going to seem like we first time we ever talked about it. Yeah. But that's that's a, a challenge for you sometimes in working with uh, some of, some of the members, not just in in, in your church, but in the men uh, where you and I have a calling. Well, you you have a local church that you call to, but you also call to the universal church, right? And that uh, uh, supersedes you know any ethnicities or any of that. When you uh, expressing and and giving the word of truth to to, to members. Yeah. Do you see the the resistance uh, or even the uh, the I mean always sort of just rejection, if you will, of truth right there in front of you? Yeah. What tell me? <laughs> Brother, how how does how how do you survive in that? Well, don't give up for one. Well you can't, you can't because of the calling. Yeah. And uh, actually um, relatedly even for a personal experience, recent personal experience, mm -hmm. um, I'll just be blunt. Well, that's what this part yeah, is. Yeah, about truth, man. It's really, as a pastor, especially in today's society, uh, with the generations and how we've been raising up generations and so forth, I would also say, not only don't, don't give up, but don't fear. Ah, good word, man. Don't fear. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. It, speaking from personal experience, and what the Lord is working on me right now is, when you're faced with a difficult member, when you're faced with a difficult scenario where, uh -huh. you know, speaking the truth may anger them, upset them, yeah. make them leave the church even, right? <laughs> Do not fear that. My Lord. Yeah. Trust the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, <laughs> it reminds me of the numerous times, and I'm sure you have plenty of this too, yeah. where people come, Pastor, can you speak to this person because they did this against me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I yeah, tell, yeah. and I said, I'm like, I haven't heard that in 18 years. <laughs> but here's the deal. This is... The fear of what could happen, the expectations of oh, it, so like yeah. the fear of the anger, whatever, it paralyzes us from obedience. I'm so glad you brought that yeah. up, man. And so that includes pastors. Too, oh no, that that especially who you know don't want their members to leave or whatever, and they want to look. No, do not fear, man. Oh my goodness, fear the Lord. You 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 now you've opened it. Yeah, now now this is what happens when you invite me. To go. <laughs> So we know this. We know this because you said that fear, and that fear is a big piece. In fact, that fear is playing out in a very prominent way right now in some of our white uh, brothers who are pastoring and as shepherds, all because of the the uh, uh, cultural backdrop yeah. of uh, you know Black Lives Matter. Yeah, yeah. We got the whole thing of, uh, of the uh, uh, ethnic. We got the, yeah. the George Floyd. All of those things are, are, are roaming around in the culture now, and the enemy is kind of raising his head with volume. Yeah. 
And unfortunately, it's causing some of my dear brothers, and I say I call them dear brothers, I mean that. Not just my white brothers, but, 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 but you know, just how long has it been that there was a major attack on, in the culture from an Asian perspective? Yeah. Well, you and I have talked about this a number of times. Yeah. Let's get it right. It's a human element. <laughs> it's a human element. That's right. Yeah. And so that fear doesn't know an ethnicity. Right. Yeah, that fear can hit any in any area. Yeah. And so Jesus expressively said in 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 Matthew 24, he said two things. He says, one, do not fear, and then do not be misled. Mm. He says, in the end time, birth pains of all of this uh, 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 con conflict and tension between kingdoms, if you will. He yeah. says, wars, rumors of wars, and then kingdom clashes. Well. We have a clash now with light and darkness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's impacting the church in a big way. That's right. So this this impact of light and darkness, we fight it out in the flesh. Mm -hmm. But then God told us, flesh and blood, it's not your problem. <laughs> he said, I mean, we even know what the battle is. We know where the battle is. Yeah. But yet we, we uh, tend to default in trying to fight it out between uh, your skin color, my skin color, yeah. or what you have and what I don't have, and all of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I have so many thoughts. Well, yeah, yeah, let them roll, man. I mean, even just going back to what I was mentioning earlier, of just um, you know the fear that paralyzes and prevents people from really obeying and trusting in God's word. Yeah, I just want to encourage uh, you know everybody listening today, but especially pastors, um, you know, <laughs> give the Lord an opportunity Ooh, to yeah. show how his word is true mm, and it is life-giving and until we give him that opportunity we're stuck in that corner cowering in fear and I want to really emphasize that because we believe that just you know because we live in America we live in the West so there's not that much repercussion due to lack of obedience right compared to other places yeah yeah well yeah okay yeah, we'll yeah, 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 yeah. next podcast yeah. right <laughs> But, but for, for leaders and for believers today, I want to warn you with love that cowering in fear and staying that way and never confronting, never obeying God does actually have long-term repercussions yes, to your faith as well. And what I've seen, to be specific, for some people, it's a, it leads to insecurities and just growing anxieties because you're constantly worried about what other people will say and mm -hmm. react and whatnot. And so you trying to be a people pleaser, right? which people don't like to be called, but it's like, no, you're <laughs> yeah, being a people yeah, yeah, pleaser that's what it is. when you're being anxious and you're being insecure. Yeah. So that's one outcome. The other outcome, which is a little bit more dangerous, is pride because you find yourself um, focusing so much on your strengths, you hide behind your works, pastors, right? Visionists. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you forget and you try to avoid the issues that you do need to confront in your life. Yeah. And, uh, and we miss out on how God's word, again, is just true, accurate. This is the way that you're supposed to live. Yeah. And yeah, that's my urgent, loving warning for you. No, I appreciate that, man. And you put me in mind, and you put you in remembrance with it, of what, uh, what, what the scripture says, perfect love casts out all fear. Amen. So that love has to be matured in us. And I was talking to a group of men this morning uh, and asked them the question, uh, have you been free to love unconditionally? Mm -hmm. Free to love and free to love unconditionally are two different locations, right? And we can get this uh, man-made, fleshly, sensual exchange of love, uh, even down to brotherly love. 
But when you talk about unconditional love, yeah. uh, you can't have that and fear existing in the same place. <laughs> That's right. Listen to what Jesus says in Matthew, okay, in Matthew 24. He says, in verse 11, he says, Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many because lawlessness has increased. Most people's love will grow cold. We're living in that right now. That's right. We see the increase in lawlessness, yep. and that lawlessness comes right out of the pit of hell, yep. right out of the pit of hell, yep. and we buy into it and we do it, and then this love that, that God's people are supposed to have, it begins to grow cold. He also says in verse 24, for false Christ and false prophets will arise and will show great signs and wonders so as to mislead, if possible, yeah. even the elect. And so it's not, you, 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 like you said, you can't just think you're going to preach the gospel and it's just all taken care of. <laughs>